0: It's another Tuesday, which means it's another episode of Doable Discipleship, a Saddleback Church podcast designed to help you deepen your faith, or as we like to call it. The show that helps you grow. And my name is Jason Whelan, and this is... And I'm Brandon Robinson. That's right. Uh, Do not tune that dial. You are hearing things correctly. This is not smooth jazz hour. (laughs) Uh, I just have something going on with my throat. I like the voice. I appreciate it, Brandon. I've gotten some compliments today. Smooth baritone, little
1: rasp. Yeah, it sounds good. I'm deciding whether or
0: not to keep it like this or just take it down like this. And we're going to be talking about, you know, some doable discipleship things today.
1: I say when your voice gets back to normal, we throw a filter on your voice, kick it down a few notches to where it's at now.
0: Oh, there. Okay. So, okay. So, so we have the option if we want. so, So we're taking a vote. Do you want smooth jazz, Jason, or do you want, you know, regular old doable discipleship, Jason, let us know what you think. Um, I apologize in advance for any uh, coughs that you may hear. Um, try and, we will get through this today. Let's just <laughs> yeah. say that. Um, so first off, I just wanted to say it's been a couple of weeks since our Christmas episode release. And in that episode, I asked for prayer requests. I said, please let us know what prayer requests you have. We'd love to be praying for you and a bunch of you did. And I really uh, appreciate that. Uh, a bunch of you wrote in the comments on that video or you sent us emails and whatnot. And we have been praying for you guys. Just really, I, I'm really glad that you are writing to us and, and talking with us um, about your prayer requests. So please continue to do so. Definitely. Any, any week, any episode, please feel free to write in the comments or to email us at, at maturity. That's outback.com. And let us know your prayer requests, and we will be praying for you, definitely. Also, we've been having a, a really great response to this series so far. Um, it's been a couple weeks since we started the series with Fresh Starts, and um, it's been really... Well received, a lot of great responses to it. And so uh, just really excited that you guys are excited to be talking about this, to be starting this year and talking about these different areas of health and what it means to look at getting fresh starts in those areas. So that's really cool. We're excited to be doing that. Um, In the last episode, we talked about spiritual and physical health. And I mentioned the Daniel plan and that we were kicking off um, uh, the Daniel plan for the 2020 year on January 11th. So that event just happened. Um, so I want you guys, I, I, I want to make sure that you guys know that you can go back and watch that online at saddleback.com slash Daniel plan online. You can watch that video. Um, it's, it's great. There's a great interviews. There's great content from a bunch of different uh, people, um, in the physical health arena. So um, definitely, if that's, if that's a fresh start area for you, uh, go back and watch that. Um, also want to mention that a bunch of the stuff that we're talking about, these different areas of health that we're looking at, you can actually do a whole small group study. Our church did a campaign on this. I think it was back in 2013 or something like that. Um, all around this idea of transformed. Um, and it looks at these different areas of health, spiritual, physical, relational, emotional, vocational, financial, all these different areas of health. Uh, so if you want to go deeper and in, in, in maybe do it with your small group or whatnot, you can actually buy this study um, at pastors.com um, or you can look for it at, at, on saddleback.com slash watch. And you can go through these areas a little bit more in depth too. So I just wanted to make sure you all knew that. That's all the upfront uh, goodness um so brandon let's recap a little bit about what we've talked about so far
1: yeah so two weeks ago we started out with this idea of fresh starts right so it's a new year it's new us all right we have this new mentality we feel fired up pumped up for what the year could bring there's a lot of potential out ahead of us um so we're talking about new beginnings. Um, we just went through different people in the Bible, like Moses, like Matthew, um, the prodigal son, that story, Jesus healing people and how it gave them fresh spiritual starts and also fresh physical starts. Um, also we looked at Paul, um, conversion and confession in general, fresh starts. And then last week, um, or I should say this week, I'm sorry, last week we talked about the spiritual and physical, um, different spiritual habits that can help us with our spiritual health and also physical, um, the things like the food that we're eating, fitness levels, uh, our focus, and how these two, spiritual and physical uh, health, how they are integrated and how they play off each other. This week we're going to be talking about financial and relational. Financial up first, though.
0: Yeah, so, yeah, as we're walking through these different, areas again so many of these are very intertwined like like a bunch of these relate to each other right but they're also such you know these big kind of just areas if you look at your life in terms of all these different circles of your life or are these different kind of compartments of your life like you know what we're striving for is talking about some of the biggest areas mm-hmm. and areas that you may notice might be a little bit out of whack and so um so as we talked about fresh starts and looked at, you know, at the biblical look at, at, at different types of uh, uh, fresh starts and then and, and last week starting with spiritual and physical, we just wanted to address each area and talk about, hey, if you're noticing something in these that might be a little out of tune or a little out of whack, like that was a perfect time yeah. to go in and start to make some adjustments So, um, as you said, last week we started with spiritual and physical. This week we're looking at financial and relational, two other big components of a person's life. Um, So, with financial, I wanted to hit financial too, especially because, well, we're still coming out of the holiday season, the Christmas season, Mm -hmm. and it very well may be that you're still getting in like bank statements. And credit card statements and going, oh, what did I do? You know, <laughs> this, this, you know, it's it's oftentimes that a December can be so joyous because you're like, oh, I'm excited to get this and give this, and then the January comes and January. you go, oh man, what did I? Do? Why was I so generous, or you know, whatever it may be. Um, and really, so so what I wanted to talk about specifically with financial is. Thinking about this idea of fresh starts with your financial health in two different ways. Um, or the practical way and kind of the more ideological way. So looking at the ideological first, right? So that's kind of this just idea of how do you think about money? Now, we've talked about this. A bunch on the show before. So we're not going to spend a whole lot of time. We have other great episodes that we will link to in the show notes speaking specifically um, about the area of, uh, of how you are approaching your money and that kind of stuff. So I, I don't want to spend a whole lot of time there, but I do want to hit it on this idea of fresh starts because that's, that's what we're talking about. So I want you to kind of ask yourself this question of how do you think about money? Is, is money the goal or is it a resource towards other goals that mm. you have in your life, right? And and really it's a, it's important to be asking yourself this. And it's something that Jesus and, and other places in the Bible it hits on a lot. The Bible talks a lot about money. <laughs> We've mentioned before on the show, but the Bible actually like has more verses about money than it does like about, about heaven. Like there's more, like there's so many verses about money, and that's just because Really, we can get too attached to money as money can become a goal. It, it, it can become the thing that we set our eyes on instead of the thing that we use to look ahead at other things, right? Totally. It, yeah, and um, really, it's it, it, we can get so attached to this allure or security and the pleasures that come from money, right? It, it can become... An ideal unto itself. It can. And in, in one of the, I think one of the most
1: famous verses in the Bible, Hebrews thirteen five, mm-hmm. never never I leave you, never will I forsake you. That's actually the second part of the verse. The first part of the verse says, keep your lives free from the love of money and be content with what you have because God has said, never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. And I think in there, there is a, a, a huge kernel, not a kernel of truth, A major truth bomb of like (laughs) the rival God is not, it's, it's most likely money because it's about security. It's about provision. And do we trust God to be our security provision or is it our bank accounts, how much money we can save, how much money that we can earn, which is why we get that verse of God is saying, Hey, I got you. I'm providing for you. I'm your security. So keep your lives free from the love of money and be content with what you have.
0: Yeah, it's true. It's so true. And really, how we need to think about it is money is, is literally it's just, it's just an investment tool. Money mm-hmm. is an investment tool. And so so the question we're encouraging you to ask yourself right now is, is what are you investing in? Because where your money goes is an indicator of what you care about, of what you are investing in, right? If you are hoarding all of your money and you just accumulate, 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 then that just shows that you – are investing in yourself or maybe in in your security or, or, or that kind of stuff yeah. if you are spending it on a certain thing like anything that you spend your money on is an indicator of of what you want to invest in literally it is literally giving money to something is investing in that yeah. thing um and so so when we think about it this way it it literally it it forces us to to understand money a little differently because it's saying okay I want to invest in that I want to I want to give to that I want I want this in or you know to, to succeed because that's what I'm giving money to I'm literally yeah you know I I'm building up that company or whatever it is that I'm putting money towards I've
1: heard a pastor say do you want if you want to know a good gauge or barometer of where your heart's at or what's important to you just look at your your past three bank statements, sure. and that'll tell you what are your what, what you're prioritizing in your life.
0: Yeah, it's and it's 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 very true. So the fresh start motif that we're going through here, as we're looking at the ideological look at financial health, it can be kind of looked at in a couple of different ways, really. It, 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 and then, and that's something I just want to touch on very quickly. Is money can be you. It, If your financial health is an area of your life where you go, yeah, I I know I need to make changes in that, it can be in one of two areas. It could be that you are putting too much emphasis in money, and and that can cause problems, right? If, If you're focused so much on just accumulating money, then you might be looking at money the wrong way. Or it could be that you are too loose with money, and it could be that you are not being not making responsible choices in how you are handling your money. And therefore that's poor investment also because you're not being a good steward of what God has given you. So a fresh start can come in either of these areas. It could be that you need to, Loosen up or it could be you need to tighten up. I don't know. Like, you know, it's going to be. And really, everybody's financial situation is so different that we can't speak to specifics. And as we talk about kind of the practical part of it, like, you know, we'll talk about that, too. But it's important that we make sure that any topic, time we're thinking about financial health, especially as we're talking about a fresh start look it has to start with how do you view or think about money it it has to start with that because cuz that's the basis for the practical nature right it's right? it's it's like two sides of the same coin and
1: i and i like that we're starting with the ideological how do we think about money what do we believe about money because we act out of what we believe not necessarily what we think or what we know so starting with like what's our belief about money how are we investing money? And then we look at the practical side of like, okay, so how are we actually using our money? You know, it's kind of like you were just saying, Jason, is it like the, the side of you just had, you just swiping with your eyes closed and just hoping that there's enough in your bank account <laughs> or it's like in a hole in your backyard under your mattress, you're just hoarding and saving money. But yeah. what are you actually doing with that money? So when we're looking at fresh starts in the practical side, maybe it's needing to get into the nitty gritty of our finances of start tracking your spending. If you're not ready to jump right in and, and dive in with a full on budget, maybe the the first part of this process of looking at how we're using our money is just going, okay, for the next two weeks or the next month, I'm going to track how much money I'm spending what's coming in, what's going out. Maybe it doesn't have to be anything crazy elaborate Excel spreadsheet six pages long. Just what am I spending on food? What am I spending out when I'm eating food? How much am I spending on gas? Things like that. You're you're that are affecting your cash flow every week, every month, those type of things. And then from there going into the the more practical side of going, okay, so I know what I'm spending, I know what's coming in. Now I need to make a budget. I need to look at What's what are my goals? Kind of what you're talking about with the investment. Okay, what's important to me? What am I going to be spending my money on? Where is it going? And a budget's going to help you. It's going to be like guardrails for you. That's going to keep you in line with your vision because it's going to create alignment with what's important to you.
0: Well, what's nice about a budget is it looks ahead as opposed to looking back, right? So really a budget is saying, is saying, I want, it's like, this is where my money is going to go. And it's, 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 it's looking forward. Mm-hmm. And then as you are spending, then you can actually see, you know, where the actuality is. But a budget is just putting that, it's being intentional about Yeah. It.
1: It's taking control of your money. Yeah. You're saying, these are my dollars and I'm, I'm telling my dollars where they're going. They're mm-hmm. not dictating to me my pace of life. <laughs> my station in life, what I'm doing, I'm actually using, leveraging my money instead of money controlling us.
0: Yeah, totally. Um,
1: yeah. And, and I think learning to stick to that budget. So it's one thing to make a budget. Mm -hmm. It's another thing to stick to the budget.
0: Yes. (laughs) I've had plenty
1: of budgeting tools that I've used over the years online and it feels great when you're like, okay, this is what i'm gonna spend on food this is what's going to gas this is my generosity or my giving this is what i'm gonna do here here boom 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 and then like the month actually happens and real life starts and you're tired on the way home from work and you're like uh i don't, I don't technically have money there but i'm gonna go <laughs> eat out because i don't i cannot even fathom i cannot even think about cooking yeah. dinner for myself tonight or whatever it may be and then we we start to make little allowances for ourselves we have mm-hmm. we create these little Side doors for us to squeak out, yeah. Um, and go okay, it, it'll be fine. I'm, there'll be enough in there. Mm-hmm. It always works out. But learning to stick to that budget, it's the um the practical discipline side of it. And then from there, then it's going okay. Now we can start leveraging that, and we can start paying off debt. We can look at smart spending. We can create emergency funds for us. I, I think I read a a stat that was like forty eight percent of Americans either don't invest, and it was almost sixty percent of Americans don't have. Any emergency fund, yeah. Meaning like something like that too. Yeah, if your tire blows out, you have no money to go to a tire store and pay for new tires or whatever yeah. it is. You're literally stuck, and that's a pretty scary place to be. Totally. Now, I mean, now with this, I'm not a, a financial expert. Me neither. Right. right. I am I am I, I know nothing. We are fellow journeymen. We, <laughs> I am I'm not a CPA. I did not go to school for any of this. I, I that's just not who I am. Um but we do are we do oversee the financial freedom ministries for our campus here at Lake Forest. Um and I know that we run financial freedom ministries at a lot of our other campuses mm-hmm. um at Saddleback. And so we get to work with a lot of amazing people who are experts in these areas and who can tell us a lot about finances and get us into shape. So while we might might not be the best qualified people to speak on this subject, I'm (laughs) glad that we are because this is something that I think causes a lot of anxiety in our lives. Yeah. money what's coming in, what's going out, all of these different things. So it's great that we have a ministries that you can actually get connected to with experts who are giving their time, giving their resources, giving their expertise to help us in this area of finances.
0: Yeah, I, and so I just want to as we're talking about these fresh starts and if you were to the, he, he as we talked about the practical side specifically, if you were saying you know, to yourself, uh, you know, I, I I've never had a budget, or or, yeah, I, I I constantly find myself, you know, in bad states and and in debt or whatever it is, or or like you maybe you have a whole bunch of different credit cards and like how did I find myself in this situation? We have a bunch of programs and different opportunities <laughs> that we run with uh, here um, at Saddleback Church. So one of them is Financial Peace University. So we partnered with Dave Ramsey's organization, and we run FPU, Financial Peace University, um, here at the Lake Forest campus. We're going to run it twice in 2020. Other campuses I know will be doing it. And um, what that is is it's a nine-week course that basically gets you set up with just these baby steps in how to take hold a- – of your financial health and we just finished one in the fall of of 2019 and i tell you hearing all the stories from the people that were there and just seeing how excited they were that they were feeling really good about about uh, about these steps that they were taking empowered, yeah and feeling empowered and just the amount of of debt that was paid off literally last year um we reported through all the different people that reported who took financial programs here at the church, like literally hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars of debt paid that's off. That's amazing. By you know just from implementing these principles, and then and then tens and tens of thousands of dollars saved through just by implementing these principles, and people now have budgets, people now have emergency funds, all this stuff, and 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 so that's what I love about these programs. We also have um, a program called the Financial Freedom Workshop. Um, that that works to get into some of the nitty-gritty with you of budget tracking and, and all that stuff. And, and again, yes, uh, m- most of these are at Saddleback campuses, but we also have a bunch of tools online if you do not live near a Saddleback campus. So you can actually go to saddleback.com slash finances, and that link will be in the show notes. And we have a, a bunch of... Uh, tools and videos and resources on there, or even just go to Dave Ramsey's website. He has a bunch of tools also. Uh, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't advocate for those more. And what's also, I I, I do want to make a special note of is at Saddleback Lake Forest. So if you live near this campus, we also do have personal financial coaching available. So you Mm. can actually call in and make an appointment to meet with a financial coach and sit down with them one-on-one and, and, they can talk through your numbers with you. It could be something that they can help you to make a budget. They can, if you are, are like interested in buying a house or buying a car or making decisions about college or student debt or whatever, they can walk you through that process with you. And so I highly encourage in, in, encourage you to do that. Um, so if if that's something that you're interested in, then you can um call the church office and at 949-609-8000 and and just ask to make an appointment with a financial coach. And um, they would love to do that with you. Um, Yeah, so I think that's pretty much what we wanted to hit on with the financial health aspect. Um, Again, we talked about the ideological side, so that you have to start there. Mm -hmm. Just start with... With what is your approach to money? Is it something that you spend no time thinking about? That's not necessarily good. Is it something that you spend all your time thinking about? That's not necessarily good. So really just take a a few minutes and just kind of think about what you're thinking about. It's a little meta, but think about (laughs) what you are thinking about. And then I'd encourage you to to go back and listen to some of our previous episodes that dealt with this too. And uh, David, we will link those in the show notes as well, right? I get a nod and a thumbs up from producer awesome. David. Awesome. Um, so uh, Brandon, let's, let's start talking about relational health. Relational health.
1: So it's, it's like you talked about, we have all of these big areas in our life, spiritual, physical, the financial that we just talked about, relational. But I think with relational, it is probably the most unique area um, in our life solely for the fact that it's, it, it, we're only 50% of the equation. Yeah, it involves other people. We don't have sometimes full even less if you're talking sometimes. about a whole family. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. It's the it's the one area in our lives that it's not like we we can't just improve. Well, I'll just improve myself, and then it's 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 all better. It's yeah, all yeah, it's it not all better. It it's it's, it's other people are 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 playing into this as well. We only control a small facet. It's like that saying goes: "It takes two to tango." Mm-hmm. It it truly does take two to tango. So when we look at relational health, it can be a little easy, and I want to acknowledge that it could feel defeating. It could yeah. feel defeating because you may be thinking, well, I, I may have tried everything I can to be relationally healthy or a fresh start, but should I put all this effort into this fresh start if the other person, what if they don't, what if they don't respond to it? Yeah. Or, you, you know, there's so much out there that's outside of our control that we we don't know. There's It's a wild card. It's a variable. We don't know what's actually going to happen. Um, so when we look at relational health, I still think it's really important because it's It's dealing with what are we bringing to the table, yeah, so we can't control what someone else does. we can't control someone else's uh reactions or responses to us, but we can control what we are bringing to the conversation or what we're bringing to the table. So when we look at relational health, there's a few things we're going to look at, but the first let's let's talk about reconciling relationships and it there's a there's a point here I want to make that we're going to talk about forgiveness, but forgiveness doesn't always mean. Reconciliation. Yeah, those two things do not go hand in hand. They often do, but it doesn't mean because just because you've forgiven someone doesn't mean that you have to jump right back into and reconcile the relationships to to what it was. Because it may be something you're going. No, I do need to forgive that person. I am called to forgive that person, but I don't need to be that close. Yeah, forgiveness doesn't
0: equal trust. Exactly.
1: Exactly. It's it's like that. Um, uh, Jesus teaches on this parable in Matthew 18, and, he, and it starts mm-hmm. with with uh Peter coming and he he asked Jesus like, Lord, how often should I, do I need to 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 forgive my brother that sins against me? Is it seven times kind of thinking like that's a and for Jewish people at, at this time, seven is like the number of fulfillment or seven is the number of com- of completion. So when Jesus, uh, I'm sorry, when, when Peter says that, he's kind of like, he's feeling good about himself. He's patting himself on the back. Is it up to seven times, God, that I should forgive someone who sinned against me? And then Jesus launches into this parable and he says, um, I don't say seven times, but 70, 77 times or 70 times seven. Um, so what sounds like a really generous offer from Peter of seven, Jesus Ups the standard. Yeah. And says no, 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 no. That that's not that's not enough. I'm I'm actually suggesting unlimited forgiveness when he says seventy times seven or seventy-seven. It's like when a little kid says like infinity plus one. Yeah. <laughs> when they're trying to like one up someone or get get over on somebody. It, it, that's what kind of what Jesus is getting at. He's saying no, no, infinity plus one, Peter. Yeah. There is no limit. There's no end to the forgiveness, and I think it's important to talk about that. And he goes I and mean, we won't go into all of the parable, but. He goes about with this uh, servant that owes a master a debt that it would be impossible to pay off. Um, and then the master forgives that debt. And then that servant then goes out and throws someone else in jail for something that would have been really a really small amount of money. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the master goes back to that servant and he's like, you wicked servant, I forgave all of that debt. I forgave so much for you and you yeah. could not do that for someone else. Um, and I think it's a, it's a, but it is a clear picture of how Jesus, how God thinks about forgiveness and what the expectation for us is when it's, when we're looking at forgiveness. So looking at reconciling relationships, forgiving, we do know that we are called to forgive. And like we just talked about that doesn't always mean that doesn't mean trust. It doesn't mean jumping right back into the same place in that relationship with somebody. It may be, Hey, I need to forgive you to move forward, to close, to heal. Um, so I, I just want to park there and make that point. So, Something to think about, though, when we're talking about forgiveness and reconciliation and relational fresh starts, um, thinking through, like, is there somebody that I need to seek out? Is there somebody that I need to forgive or or to ask for forgiveness from? Mm-hmm. Which is the, the other mm-hmm. side of that coin. There <laughs> yeah. may be, because we, we always have the, this person, they owe me. Yeah, They should be asking me for forgiveness. Exactly. But
0: you start thinking about all the things that other people did to you, but right. also part of relationship is you. So you exactly. Like we talked about, you
1: also come to that table. So the, off more often, more times than not, there's, there's, there's probably something that you need to ask for forgiveness for as well. And I think just acknowledging saying, Hey, I realize that I may have really offended you in this area. I may have really hurt you. And I want to ask for forgiveness. I want to say, I'm sorry for doing that. That may not have been my intention. Or if it was, it may have been my intention. Looking back on that, that was wrong with me. I'm sorry. That goes a long way in opening up the doors for forgiveness. It disarms people when you can come and recognize, I know I brought some unhealth to this situation too, and I want to recognize that. I want to own that. I want to ask for your forgiveness. I think that can blow the doors wide open to an amazing healing conversation Yeah. instead of coming to someone saying, yeah, you come on, you, 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 you owe me a <laughs> little forgiveness. I'm waiting. <laughs> you owe me some forgiveness here. Um, or maybe it's something that there's somebody out there that you need to to re-engage with that you haven't spoken to in a long time. Maybe you're not ready to jump in fully into the nitty gritty of something that has transpired or something that has happened, but maybe it's something you're going, okay, I do need to offer like an olive branch here. I do need, just need to open up a conversation with you. I do need to re-engage with you. And I think that in itself is a great first step towards reconciliation, a great first step towards forgiveness of just reaching out to somebody. Yeah. It doesn't have to be deep. You don't have to have that really deep conversation on the the first conversation, but it is kind of saying, hey, I, I'm i willing to, to come to this table. I'm willing to talk. Yeah. And, and that's really important.
0: Or maybe it's also a situation where it's like, Uh, I'm just waiting for them to make the move. I'm waiting for them to reach out to me. And then you could go on waiting literally until you die. Mm -hmm. So if you, so it may just be that you got to just, you know, even if you're the one who always is the first person to reach out or the first person to say something, that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. Like it's, it, you know, everybody is different and it doesn't, doesn't say anything badly about you to be the one who's usually making first contact. In
1: fact, I think it, it says a lot about you in that you're prioritizing this I mean, relational yeah. health that we're talking about that, yeah, th- totally that says probably would indicate that you're, you're a healthy person, which is a good thing if you're willing to take that first step.
0: Yeah. Agreed. Um, yeah. And again, it, as Brandon said, you know, is, is is keeping this in mind that you can do your part. That's literally all you can do. Mm-hmm. You may not get anything back. So even if you are talking with somebody and asking for forgiveness, maybe they're just maybe they don't respond the way that you want. You can't control how other people respond. Yeah. You can't control if the person that you text doesn't text you back right away or it takes or, or whatever it is. You can't control all you control is what you can do. And so it does not mean that you shouldn't take those steps. It just means, you know, that you are putting it out there. And again, every little step that you take is, is seeds that are being planted too. So don't, um, you know, still do it. It's what God has asked us to do. And I think
1: even if the person doesn't respond or does not respond the way that you may have hoped for, you can, um, Leave maybe these conversations or situations with the clear conscious knowing god i
0: yeah be, I tried, between you I, and i I'm i tried fine.
1: i i reached out i tried to forgive i tried to open this conversation up yeah um the other person just wasn't was non-responsive and that's okay it says a lot i think it's very honoring Heart to god and when soil we do that. at
0: the time yeah yeah so so yeah so we have four kind of areas of, of fresh starts with re- with relational health, that was the first one this idea of reconciling relationships maybe that's the fresh start that you need to take. A second one is just this idea of of engaging with others so maybe maybe you've spent twenty nineteen largely by yourself for whatever reason, maybe you're an introvert, honestly like me who you know who would rather just be at home than going out and being with a whole bunch of people and um so uh you know do you want a remote podcast I, uh, are you saying you don't want to be at the table <laughs> with me no not at all I, I i it's but but honestly if 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 i had the you know if, if it came between like going to a small group or being at home and reading a book or whatever mm, yeah. i would prefer to be at home I get but that. i have to I be that. intentional about going and doing these things yeah. with groups of people um and i'm sure there are many of you who are probably Think similarly. Um, but it may just... So it may be that in this new year, your fresh start is you need to put yourself in situations where you're engaging with other people. I, it, it, I understand. It can be hard, especially as adults. It can be hard... To, to make new friends. Have you noticed that, (laughs) that it can be hard to make new friends? Like it's not like when you're in kindergarten and you can just walk up to somebody and say, Hey, we're friends now. Everything's really simple. Everything is so simple. But so as, but as adults, you kind of usually have all this anxiety and you're wondering what people think of you. And you're wondering, Oh, you know, I I don't, you know, is this a, is this how I want to use my time? Or I could be at home Knitting a sweater or whatever—I don't know—but well, like you know, so it's literally becomes this. This I could rather—it's—it's it's this mm-hmm. rather situation. So you know, but I've—I've I've kind of seen or I found that it's easier to make new friends when you're in group settings, yeah. and so maybe it's that you need to put yourself out in more group settings, say yes to more things mm-hmm. like that. Um, so it could be that you need to get into a small group, you know, and it, it could be that you need to join a ministry and, and, and that you're doing with other people and, and that you're serving. And, and that's kind of a nice way too, because you're there with a focus. You guys are there to do something, but you're usually with other people while you're doing it.
1: Yeah. And I think it's important to remember, especially let's say like in a small group setting, you're probably not the only one who has a little bit of social anxiety. You're probably yeah, not the course. only one that's scared to go into somebody's home or whatever it may be. So I, I think you'll often be met with a lot of empathy of people going, yeah, I, I know exactly how you feel. That's how I felt my first time here. That's how yeah. I felt when I first took this step into, um, engaging with others. You'll, you, I think you'll
0: find that there are a lot of other people who are thinking just like you. I completely agree. So, yeah, so, so again, it might be that, you, that the fresh start that you need right now is to engage with others. So just think about what that could look like for you. Um, you know, we've mentioned a couple of, uh, of, ideas, but you could have a whole bunch of different ideas. Uh, it doesn't It doesn't really matter. All that mm-hmm. matters is that you get out there and are with other people. A third fresh start idea could be, it's just asking yourself, what type of friend are you? And what type of friend do you want to be? I think that this is an area of fresh start that can often, often go overlooked, especially when you're talking about relational health because this is a little bit more introspective in that it's literally it's looking at how you are in the role that you play Mm -hmm. in your relationships with others and it in this in this could very well be an area a fresh start for all of us Mm -hmm. honestly yeah is is just kind of taking a little bit of time to to assess or to reassess um how you engage in relationships so as it so here's just a couple of, of different questions that can come up, right? Are you somebody that who people come to especially like when they have issues going on or or when they're feeling down or need encouragement or just somebody that they know that they can just come and be with. You guys don't even have to talk, but it's somebody that they are comfortable with. Are you somebody that people come to? Or are you somebody who shows up when others are going through difficult times? Are you somebody who who knows that somebody is going through this difficult situation and you just go and show up and as pastor Rick would say you show up and shut up where you just mm. are there you're just a presence for them you know you, yeah you know uh, uh, you don't even have to say anything but you can be a shoulder an arm hands to help you know it's like, just are you somebody who shows up or are you somebody who just says ah oh, that sucks and, and, and,
1: then, it, and it could be something as evil as like it is as simple as sending a text,
0: sending a text if you, or dropping off something yeah, at their house, you know, just, just a an little thing.
1: encouraging yeah. word. If you notice someone who maybe you're some, a coworker, someone you notice that they may, might be a little bit off or having a bad day. And it's just su- shooting them a text sure. and email saying, Hey, I noticed you, you were a little off everything. Okay. Thinking yeah. about you.
0: Yeah. And that kind of ties into my next question too, which is do you reach out to people and tell them that you were thinking of them? Mm-hmm. Like, are you somebody who, who wants people to know that, that they are known and and that they are loved, that they are thought of, that they are cared for. I can't tell you how much it means to people and that they may not even know it or, or, or tell you how meaningful it is, but it really is. Yeah, You know, when they just, you know, if, if you get a text or an email or a call and just say, Hey, I just, I was thinking of you today and I just wanted you to know that, that I, that I was thinking of you, and that in that I value you. Yeah, I value your friendship. That's huge. It goes such a long way because you huge. may not know what kind of day the other person is going through. You may not know where their mind is at right then, and that could just give them all the pick me up that they need. So I would just say, be somebody, or I'd encourage you to to take a fresh start at being the type of friend that you would love to have. Yeah. Would you want to be friends with yourself? You know, ask <laughs> yourself that question. question. Yeah. But got yeah, one more, Brandon. Yeah. So number
1: four, um, capping off this list is how deep are you willing to go? You know, I I've heard it said, um, I've heard like friendship rings or like rings of intimacy. So like on the outside, you may have people who are like your acquaintances with that you smile the nod that, you may not know very well. And there's inside of that ring, there's people who are like, okay, they're my friend. Like I'll be in social settings with them. We might not be super close where we're telling each other other, everything, but, um, yeah, I I like them. I think they like me. Like we have, we have a friendship and then, you know, you keep going in and you have some people, maybe it's two people, two or three people who are a lot closer to you. People you consider like, these are my, my best friends. I, I tell them a lot. About my life, they they check in on me. They know what's going on with me. I know what's going on with them. And maybe in that innermost circle, that innermost ring is maybe probably just one person who you're like, I can tell you everything. Yeah, you know everything about me. I know everything about you. And I think it's important um, and healthy to establish what these boundaries are and where people are at in relationship to you and where you're at in relationship to them. Because I think there's nothing more awkward where someone. Maybe overshares with you and you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. I don't really know you that well. That was that was a little offsetting um, for this conversation. That was a little too much. We don't really know each other that well. I didn't expect for us to go that deep. That's a really awkward situation to be in, or you've assumed that someone is. In that type of inner circle with you, and they, and they may not be, or someone's assumed that of you, and you're like, hey, I want to be nice, but I don't, I don't think I'm this person yeah. for you. Um, but something to be thinking about is maybe it's time for you to take a friendship to the next level. Yeah, as you're thinking kind of through these these rings of friendship of where people are at in relationship to you, maybe it's saying, hey hey i want to give someone i want to give you permission to ask me hard questions it'd be Mm -hmm. like jace if i said to you hey jace we're 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 growing together our friendship is growing hey i want to give you permission if you see something in me that's alerting to you that's alarming to you that that just feels off to you i want to give you permission that you can call that out in me yeah um i think it's great when we have people that we can trust and that's that's the big word here can you trust this person to to hold the mirror to you and say hey this is what I'm seeing, good and bad. Yeah. Um and you can go, "Okay, I can receive that from you because I I know that you love me. I know that you care about me. I trust you." Um and I think that is extremely fertile ground for us to grow and then kind of going back into what we were just talking about with what type of friend are we? What type of friend do we want to be? Do we want to be friends with us? Yeah. Um it's in these moments where people can hold the mirror to us and say, "Hey, good bad ugly, like this is this is how I'm experiencing you. This yeah. is what I'm seeing. It, we grow from those moments. And I think it's in those moments of growth that we become the type of people, um, we become that type of friend for other people, we become that person of trust, that yeah. person of, hey, I know this person loves me. I know they care about me. It's, we become that type of person when we have those moments of they may be hard. You know, You kind of grit a little bit, squint yeah. your eyes. It's not easy to hear certain things about yourself, but it is good when we can take that, receive it, bring that to the Lord and we can grow from it.
0: Agreed. I appreciate you inviting me into that. After we record, we can talk about your love of the new cats movie. <laughs> I, <okay. clears throat> I'm joking.
1: Yeah. I was going to say you called me out. I <laughs> haven't seen that movie. I don't have plans to see I'm it. I'm joking. If you love the
0: cats movie. Great. I, hey, move go it, for it. Moving on. Moving okay. On. Um, yeah. So honestly, as we wrap this up, as, as we've been talking about relational health, when it comes to relational health you have to start with yourself. You you, you have to start with yourself because that's all that you can control. So it's asking the you're asking yourself those tough questions that we've been talking about. How are you relationally, then you have to look at the people that you surround yourself with and you have to ask if they're the type of people who build you up, who support you, who encourage you and who genuinely mm-hmm. love you. And if the answer to those is no, well, then it, it, it honestly may be time to put yourself in some different situations yeah. with different people and, and to make new friends in that. So, I just wanted to remind of the doables that we've kind of talked about those, you know, these little steps that you can take with both the financial health and the relational health. Um, f- for financial health, I'd encourage you to visit saddleback.com/slash personal finances. There you can see all the online resources, but you can also see um, um, sl- stuff about our upcoming programs at Saddleback Church as well. Or you can just go to daveramsey.com and they have a whole bunch of resources on there too. Mm-hmm. When it comes to relational health, we've given you a whole bunch of different types of personal introspective questions. So I'd encourage you to go back and kind of re-listen to these four points, but I also want to encourage you to join or start a small group. Yeah. Um, if you're at Saddleback too, there's no better time because we're going to be starting a campaign coming up. So, mm-hmm. um, you, you you can do that at salbuck.com slash small groups and, and find information there about how to either start or join a small group. Um so this has been uh financial and relational health. Uh next week we're gonna be talking about emotional health. Um and that's that's robust enough that it deserves its own episode. So we'll be spending uh some time on that one next week. We hope that you um have been really enjoying this Fresh Start series. Yeah. We hope that you are taking steps let us know how it's all going uh so leave us a comments and we would love to hear how these fresh starts are going for you too all right uh guys we love you and uh we will talk to you again next See week. You soon. if you enjoyed this episode consider giving us a rating or a review on itunes if you do you'll help other people find us in the future You can also listen to these episodes on YouTube. Just subscribe to the Saddleback Church YouTube channel for these conversations, plus lots of other video content. And if you are already listening to us on YouTube, subscribe to the Doable Discipleship podcast on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcasting app so you can listen in the car or wherever else you go. Don't forget to visit saddleback.com slash doable to check out all of our previous episodes